What's up, what's up, what's up? And we're starting this thing, Aesthetic Businesses Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Marcus Cotto and Mike Mendez with Aesthetic Business. We have a special, special guest on today. Uh, it's Weston Boucher. Yeah. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. Can't wait to talk about style, men's self-improvement, all that good stuff. <laughs> A hundred percent. So this, this is exactly what we're going to go over. This is going to be more dedicated to a, a men's podcast right here. So like Mike and I, we always talk about this. It's aesthetic business. You want to carry yourself a certain way. You look good now. You're feeling powerful in your own skin. Your, your endeavors is going on, right? You, you want to look real powerful in the room. And what, what good person to, to chime in on is like, hey, you look good. How do we, what style do I want to go with? How do I dress better and just to be more confident in my own skin? And that's why we have Weston here. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best, you know, over the course of the last decade or so, um, having modeled professionally, I feel like it's given me a unique perspective because I've just learned a lot from a real, lot of talented people on set. And that's kind of what I do is just relay information that worked really well for me because I wanted to better myself. And um, I look back and how, how I used to look and feel, and it's it's pretty crazy the transformation. So it's it's always great to just improve anyone's quality of life by relaying that stuff if I can help. You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know that's that's pretty crazy. A lot of people don't know Weston. I know Weston pretty pretty well. He he, he is a uh, uh, the fiance of uh, Miss Katie Corio. You know, um, oh, yeah. but. A lot of people don't know Weston's like a, a, a gamer too. He worked on Mortal Kombat too. If like any other gamers out there working on Mortal Kombat too, he's done like he done that kind of work. So just to come from that field and where he is now is like wow, you know? Yeah, it's pretty crazy to look back. My my days at Midway Games were some of the best years of my life. So if, if you're gonna work for a corporation, you know, like what better than to be in the video game industry, right? So that was mm -hmm. yeah. Mike, what do you have uh, for Weston? So again, like what we're talking about, man, we're having these, you know, I was talking to Marcus about this earlier, like, you know, in the 1920s and the 50s, like there was a certain kind of style that was a similar, like you could look in photos and everybody's dressed this way. Now we're, we're we've changed where some people are dressed nice. Some people are wearing, you know, more comfortable clothing, but it's still like, it's still dressed nice. Um, and, and even going back to, to me, like I've, you know, working with Marcus I lost over 20 pounds. And so I'm like, okay, shirts don't fit the same no more. We're not going into that. So what are some of your basic go-to styles for maybe a more modern look of what you think really looks really nice and what could fit different body types? Yeah, yeah that's a great question. And I always go back to keep it simple, you know, like, and, and people know to wear black, it's always a slimming color. And then if you don't wear black, go with something that really complements either your eye color, your skin complexion, or both. Um, and find clothes that are fitted, but maybe not ultra, ultra, super tight. You know, you want to have it to be fitted in the shoulders and the chest and maybe a little room in the torso, depending on where you're at on your fitness journey. And uh, <clears throat> one of the best things you can do is go to stores like Zara um early on because it's you don't want to just dump all your money into designer clothes right off the bat until you really dial in what you think your style might be like what you uh connect with the most so you, you want to feel authentic right like not everyone wants to wear super trendy stuff um right out the gate so i think that you know if you just go to a dressing room at like um an h&m or a zara you can kind of 
uh, trust those styles to be kind of what's current. They have great designers. Um, obviously, the quality isn't super crazy, but you can at least get in the style game and get a sense of like what the current styles are. Try those on. And then if something doesn't fit really good, um, it's great to just go to a local tailor. Like I was just there uh, having my new jeans that I released and they look amazing after a custom hem. And a lot of guys will just buy jeans or buy clothes exactly as they are. And they might look great on, on the rack, but that extra little step of spending $10, $20 at a tailor, I mean, it's just crazy difference. You, whether that's a suit or like a button up uh, linen shirt when you're on vacation, um, there's just like lots of little things you can do like that. They're going to really um, complement your um, physique, you know, that you're, that you're working on wherever you're at. Like you can obviously tailor it to your body. Um, there's just a lot of excess fabric um, that I see stacking um, at the bottom of the ankles with guys' pants. All that stuff just kind of looks a little bit on the sloppy side, but it's an easy fix, you know. And, and I know that as a guy, I'm lazy too. Like I don't want to go shopping all the time. So I just try to get all my basic wardrobe staples, like a few, um, you know, black tees, some white tees, um, a quarter zip. Um, you have like cardigans, you have um, a blazer, you know, for events and things like that. Uh, and then you have um, a few denim jeans, maybe black, dark blue. Um, so you don't really need to reinvent the wheel. Like you just need to find stuff that's um, not too loud fits well and if it doesn't go to the tailor what about so, um okay so say somebody's like just like just wants to get into it give me some basic four or five colors that you think every guy you think should have i mean <laughs> all four basic colors. Color. i love yeah. black like black and, and me like too a charcoal gray <laughs> is really good mm -hmm. as well um so it breaks it up a little bit um and then for i would say like white is always i mean Women, like, to this day, always think a guy looks super attractive in a, in a classic white tee. <laughs> like, it just has always been that way. Um, I would say uh, the next color would be based on your eye color. So I, I will always, if I go to colors, I always go to blue. got blue eyes, and I, I know it's a sure thing. So I would say, you know, whether that's like a, a sage green or, or a blue, or maybe your eyes are hazel, so you go with, like, a clay kind of brownish, tannish color. Um, a cream color is really nice as well. So yeah, probably cream, black, you know, uh, a blue if you have blue eyes, um, and then like a sand color or a cream color, like I said, uh, white. It's really like I, I never venture like way out on those, even with all the different styles in my closet, and whether it's like a, a, the summer stuff, the fall stuff, vacation stuff, it's always in that realm, and it just makes it easy to stay in my lane, and I never feel like I'm trying too hard. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like I just I feel like I need, need to take notes here, guys. This is gold stuff, man. <laughs> this is this is gold stuff because I always I hate shopping. I hate it. You know, I dress like 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 European. I just do whatever the hell I want. You know what I mean? I just there's no style for me. I just throw on whatever I want. And I probably I look ridiculous. Think you look sometimes. really good, man. I think you got the edge over the average guy. I'll be honest. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably the beard, you know, <laughs> you know, so it. But it is is great, but but my issue is 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 my height, right? So my height and my build, and me and Weston, I, like I wear Weston's clothes. West, if you have not bought any of Weston's stuff, I advise y'all to go take a look at it and, and buy his really good quality stuff. 
but you know, I, and I always give them good feedback too. And I'm like, Hey, um, Hey, Weston, like, Hey, I'm short and I'm, I'm thick up top, you know? So some shirts are just long on me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, sometimes I have to wear small because a medium's too long, but for now he's telling me like, Hey, go, go to go get it tailored up, go, go get this thing. Don't spend all this money. You know, that's, those are good tips. Yeah. That's the thing is that, um, you, everyone goes through this, right? Like you have to buy stuff from all these different brands. Typically, um, you'll just get different measurements, different brands cater to different body types. And then that's why some people will be like, Oh, my favorite shirt is from so-and-so and they end up typically buying from that brand. So it is important to kind of get that feel and go shopping once to kind of see where you land. And there's probably going to be a store or brand out there for you that caters a little bit more because it's impossible, right? Like we're all uniquely created. We all have different body types and it's uh, as a designer, it's in a massive struggle for me because I'm, I'm trying to fit, as many body types as I can into my collection in every piece and make it cohesive, but it's just, it is really challenging. So there is that part of it. But again, like you said, you can always go to the tailor um, and it, you can improve on something. If you get it pretty close in the dressing room, you're like, ah, you know, it just needs a little broadening in the waist or something or shorten the torso. Then they could do that really cheap. So it's, it's just part of the process, but I end up buying clothes as investments and I wear them for years. I mean, like I'll wear my same denim jeans for years. So it's not like you got to go out and do this like all year long, really, it's, unless you really want to be on that cusp of like high fashion. You gotta stay yeah. yeah, that's not what I do. I try to stick with more stuff that's classic or timeless or like um, subtle sophistication is kind of what I do when I design my own clothes so that it just feels like you really can can just float on it for a few years and it doesn't go out of style too quick mm, okay what you got mike well man a couple again i got a lot, a lot more different things because every time you sign i'm like okay what about you know like, this so, is mike's thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah you know like like i said you know it, it's coming that where you're starting to lose weight and you're like hey i can actually fit these things but once you start finding out is that things that you used to be able to fit are no longer fitting um, shirts or you, I saw, uh, the reason why is I saw a picture of myself and I was with somebody talking to somebody and I was like, I saw my wife's like, I look like a 13 year old man. Like I look like an overgrown child because I'm wearing baggier <laughs> clothes. Like, and, and I even talked to Marcus about it. I was like, Hey man, what, what, at what point are we going to start losing weight at? Cause like, I gotta go buy some clothes. Um, and, and that's where, like, honestly, that's what happened. Um, and, and so my question to you is like, okay, we got the top part really simple, which I think that's brilliant. A very simple process of very couple colors, nothing too extreme, something classic. Now, what about to the actual pants? Are you going to some chinos? Are you going to slacks? Are you going to just jeans or how are you doing that? I tend to wear, um, you know, stretchy, comfortable black denim the most, and then I'll have variants of a gray and then a dark blue, most likely. And then when I go to an event or I am going on vacation, I have some chinos and I just either uh, roll up the bottom a little bit and then I have them with like sandals or like a, a Espadillo type shoe. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't have a ton of pants. Like if I, if I, for my slacks, I think I went with some Calvin Klein's that I found at like Macy's or Nordstrom's and I just had them hemmed and they just break perfect right at my, uh, right below my ankle. And they weren't that expensive. And I always am getting slim fit if I can. My legs are on the muscular side, so I always struggle with slim fit. So I always try to find things that have elastic in the blend or, or a knit that isn't too tight. That way, it's like there's some give there. 
so I don't have to re um, rely on doing a regular fit or a classic fit because it's just so boxy. Like it's slim fit isn't doesn't mean skinny jeans. Slim fit shouldn't mean that. It shouldn't mean that it's like skin tight, like a second skin, you know. And I'm always trying to yeah. find stuff you know, that like realm that works it's not too useful because i'll be 43 in september so i'm not trying to not i like i want to look age appropriate for how i dress and not like crazy um different so chinos um and then a couple slacks and i do black i do the dark blue again and i do a charcoal typically for like to have something for maybe i go to a wedding as a guest or some sort of event uh for, for the bottoms and then most of the time though i am wearing the denim jeans that I mentioned, like slim fit denim jeans, and they pretty much look good with everything. And uh, then I'll do shorts in that realm too. Like I might have some some shorts that look more like on the. I'm in San Diego, so I tend to look like more like vacation vibe type shorts. Um, it's hard to explain without holding them up, but yeah, yeah. And then the rest is like gym wear during the week, you know. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really simple. Again, I, it, it surprises me how, you know, somebody of your caliber, like, you know, OK, I, I'm a model. I do these things. I'm taking photos. And when it comes to like fashion, it's like we just boom, 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 you know, almost not like a very simple approach. Um, and, and I'm I want to assume, but, you know, your shoes, probably the same thing. Is it simpler? You kind of have a basics. You have your staples. Yeah, I do um, a Chelsea boot. Um, I have a tan version and I have a solid black. And I, I have big feet. I have like size 12. So I'm always trying to find like a narrow boot because a lot of boots out there will have a huge sole to them. So for me, um, Aldo has really great boots. Um, I was just thinking it's ALDO if someone's not familiar with it. But uh, they have stores in most malls and then online they have really good pricing like for the value and quality of their boots and how comfortable they are. I've had some of their boots for over 10 years. So I'll even get them resold. Um, I have like a motorcycle style boot um, in black as well as like kind of a distressed green. And then I have, like I said, the Chelsea boot, which is like a black and then a tan one to go with like black jeans and other um, like bottom variants that are like midnight blue. And then I have um, <clears throat> sneakers, like a, a white sneaker that's like a clean you know, whether it's leather or um, just like a canvas, um, a white sneaker is like a sure thing that you can always do for casual. Um, outside of that, I think I think that I have like vacation type shoes, like the Espardillos or Cardillas. I always say it wrong, but um, they have like a, a, I don't even know how to explain it. You guys know what I'm talking about? They look like, they have like um, cross hatching on the bottom. They kind of look like they're straight out of like Tulum, Mexico or something. I wish I had them on. I could go in my closet, but <laughs> yeah, uh, the shoes are fairly simple too. You know, like nothing crazy loud. Um, I think just... simple is best too. It's like, especially if you're like on a time constraint and you're always busy and you got stuff to do. I think simplistic, simplistic is, is the best way or you're going to stretch. You just probably spend hours and waste of time picking things out. And I find it, uh, I'm trying to not distract from, from me. I want people to look in my eyes. I want to connect with another person when I'm talking to them. So I don't want to have like 10 chains on and like a, a DV that's down to here. You know, <laughs> like I, I don't want to go too far. You know, like this is as far as I would go with like my top, um, you know, being that's on a nice shirt too. You know, it's a nice simple shirt. 
No, thanks. I appreciate it. And it's, um, again, I'm trying to not overdo it. Um, cause yeah, right now I feel like fashion's in a weird place. Like I feel like anything goes like just whatever. And so when I wore, you know, all these different brands over the years, I was never like that crazy about anything because it just felt like I was always wearing the stuff that was trying to get attention, you know, from designers, other designers in, in the industry and runway stuff. And I just felt like, man, there needs to be something that just is all cohesive and makes style easy. You know, like, why has it got to be so complicated? Um, and there's other creators, you know, on Amazon that, that I know, uh, like my friend Alex Costa and and, um, and then Alpha M, uh, Aaron Marino. Those guys are great, too. If anyone wants to look them up as well, they just have a lot of great topics. Uh, they have a lot of great advice on this topic. I mean, it is crazy how much guys are interested in this. They want to look good, but they don't necessarily want to talk about it that much with other guys about going shopping and what do you wear with this and this. So I, I think that there's like a massive interest there and guys should not be ashamed to better themselves in this way because it's not a shallow pursuit. If it's mm -hmm. giving you confidence, making you feel better about yourself and then it's projecting that image to other people and going like, Oh, you know, like he has value for the gift of his health. And he's trying to take care of himself. He's trying to present himself good, whether it's a work thing or a personal thing. And I just think that has like a very positive effect on everyone in your life, you know? Yeah, 100%. Take us through like your, your routine and like, because you are a fit guy. A lot of people don't know. He, he's on, uh, was it um, men's, was it men's health, right? Yeah. Yeah, men's health. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I believe it was a South Africa front cover, right? Yeah. <laughs> That was wild, man, to be over there. Cape yeah, that's, that's that's awesome. Take us through your, like your routine of like in this in how obviously fitness is a cornerstone of like your everyday routine. I mean, you look pretty good. Um, so, what do you do? Um, these days, I've I've relaxed on being so militant about it because you know while I was modeling full time, I felt this pressure to just be super, super lean all the time. Right. And that's not necessarily healthy, um, to mm -hmm. maintain a six pack, like at all times, it's, it's really tough on your body to be like that ultra lean. So I just, um, <clears throat> stopped counting calories. I stopped weighing my food for a little bit to see if I could just eyeball and sense it at this point, because I've done it so long. And then, and then I, I kind of talk about that on YouTube videos too, because I think for a lot of people, my advice to them is always like, don't go all in right away because you might end up resenting it because it's just such a massive lifestyle change. Like it needs to be something that you kind of can ease into. And I don't say that that's for everyone because some people can go cold turkey and crush it and they never look back. Right. Like yeah. I'm sure you experienced that with your clients. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I often will say like, just count your calories for a day. All right. Then try a week, like see where you're at, just like get in there in that zone. And then once you have it on your radar, adjust from there. So that's kind of after doing that myself for so long, I feel like when I just stick to eating whole foods, not taking in way more energy than I plan to burn for the week. Um, mm -hmm. and I get good sleep. I try to drink a gallon of water a day. That's a huge one. Um, and I try to keep stress low. Because I could do all those other things. And if my stress is super high, like it's pretty hard for me to get my body to respond. It's just working. Yeah. All the time, you know? 100%. So, so I don't, I don't do anything too crazy. Like, and I, I'm also traditionally 
uh, like for working out, I, I do more of a traditional approach, you know, like compound movements and um, nothing super out of the ordinary. It's just the consistency because I know this is the version of me that I am now. Like I'll never go back to um, that old me that was just not very healthy and didn't feel good, you know? Yeah, I was just telling somebody else about this. Like, I just feel like in a different place. I'm about to turn 40 this year, right? And it's like, Damn, yeah. I was just telling <laughs> Yeah, like I'm 39. I'm like, man, I'm I'm about to turn 40, and I'm like, gosh, man, like my trainer. I said like, I look so good though, you know, and I never like display like how good I look, you know, and and it's like I look so good and so solid, but my training is like nowhere near as beastly as it used to be, right? Because I know I'm gonna hurt myself, right? So so it's my knees and stuff can't take it anymore. But um, I love the fact that you, you you harped on like when people need to ease into these things, you know, ease into counting, easing and easing into the lifestyle. Like, yeah, we all want to look as good as Weston. Like everybody wants to be the Sean Connery of fucking fitness. You know what I mean? So it's like this dude, he's like, he, gets, he looks so young all the time, you know, it's just crazy. So and then he has like those, uh, when he has his beard and it's like, oh my gosh, man, this dude never misses, you know? So, uh, but the thing is, is like, I tell people, Every time, like when you start fitness off and you start counting calories, it's kind of like a relationship, right? You're going to be so into it at first. It's like, you know, like you can be like all into it, but then it's going to wind down. Can you keep up the pace? Can, is, is this actually your lifestyle, right? You know, is this is this something you can do? And I think a lot of people just when they get into it, they just find out like this isn't for me. Like for us, we're all bike riders. I don't know if you know, but we're all me and Mike, we met each other. We used to be in the military back in Japan, but we ran a motorcycle club together in Japan, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. You know I'm all about the, the bikes. Yeah. Exactly, right? But we, but being bike riders, you automatically know if it's for you. If you get once you get on a bike, you'll know if it's for you or not, sure. right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing about fitness, and, and it's like it's good for a while, but you'll you'll you got to see if like this is a lifestyle. It's like this is like something every day. You know, and um, it needs to be incorporated into your your life and not just a burden. So I'm actually glad you you harped on that. You know, that's really good. Yeah, the, it, it, adopting a lifestyle is what you have to do. Otherwise, you'll never associate your identity with this best, better version of yourself. Like you're just always going to be like, I just can't see myself ever being like that. Like I've always seen myself like this. You mm -hmm. just got it. That's why you got to like the baby steps will encourage you to get you to that next step over and over and over. And you'd be like, wow, I can do this. Wow. I, I am looking different. Like I kind of like this and you like, make it your own, you know, like whatever you got to do to stay motivated and stay inspired. Don't feel like you have to follow what someone else does. If you don't, um, again, identify with it. Like it's not something that resonates with you. Like if you don't like F 45 new classes or something, don't do that. If you're like more like a lone wolf, like you want to just work out in your zone and put your headphones in and do your thing great you know you like cycling do that volleyball whatever you know mm -hmm. like find what works for you and make it like your thing that, that it's like you're yeah and be happy man it's all about being happy and the stress is i stress is so important right it's just yeah. you can't get a damn thing done you can't get your business and everything done nothing's moving if you're stressed out because you're stuck in this loop and you can't get past so you i mean this i tell people like they don't believe me but if you're stuck in this loop how can you expect anything to move forward if you're still stressing out about this past or whatever, you know? So it's hard for your whole process to move on. 
you know? So um, I'm really happy about that. So tell us about like some of your lining that you have right now, like that's good for the hot weather that's coming out, like the shirt you have. Yeah, um, this top is one of the flagship tops that I launched the brand with a few years ago. Uh, then COVID happened and like supply chain breakdowns and it's been so hard to get it back in stock. But um, I have placed an order. So I'm thinking that this particular top will probably be back in maybe a month or two. Uh, but in the meantime, I have, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting over COVID still. And I have, I have a couple of tees, um, in my line that are, um, you know, fitted. And then I have like a stone wash as well. The stone wash is probably the best for the summer because it's a relaxed fit and you can, uh, just throw it on and, and not feel like it's a skin tight kind of thing, but it's also fitted in the shoulders and the chest still. Um, I, I've been trying to get, um, you know, swimwear done, but just everything has been COVID related still. Like it's amazing. The world is still kind of shut down in certain parts of, um, of China. Even you can't get stuff out of the port because they're still mm -hmm. like, you get one case and they shut down the whole port. So, um, you know, with that said, I still have tons of pieces that are going to release this year, uh, that were in development while I couldn't really do anything else. I had my hands tied on inventory. Um, but I would say my collection uh, right now is is definitely more fall based. Uh, but the releases that I probably have in the next, I mean, my my ultra soft slim fit jeans, you know, were the most recent launch, which was just last week, and they are thin, they are lightweight. Like you can still wear them um, in the summer nights, and you're not going to be too hot, and they're just okay. like super comfortable. Uh, but outside of that, um, I've just been working on new pieces that um, are going to launch later this year. Uh, but for someone who's just found my brand, you know, there's definitely something for, for everyone there at the moment. I have enough inventory at this point where I think there's, you know, and everything I make is lightweight. Since I'm in San Diego, I'm always trying to find stuff I can kind of wear yeah, all season. Like, I, I like, you know, if I want to layer, if you're ever on the muscular side, it's like, it's hard to layer. You start to just look like... <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. stuck. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I do thin materials, but high quality, comfortable, comfortable stretch and, and all that good stuff. What you got, Mike? Well, man, that's awesome. I think that's, that's amazing. And, and going to the point, I think the conversation, I'm glad that it has shifted to more of a overall concept of wellness. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times as, as men, I think one of the things we struggle with is, is a talking about our fitness, talking about our fashion, talking about our, just being better. So I'm glad we kind of touched on all those things. I think that's kind of missing. It seems like, you know, eighties or nineties or early two thousands, a lot of men just went away from, let me start taking care of myself into kind of, we're just, you know, we're not really talked about in that sense of, of that. So I'm glad we're talking about that one. Um, and, and like I said, I think that's awesome that, you know, that you're having, you're, you're talking about the things that are going on with your, your line, the kind of the, the thoughts behind it and those things. So my question to you is, with everything that you're talking about that your collection has that has that like your clothing line helped change your fashion or did your your clothing line change because of your fashion um that's a great question i i feel like i just had certain items in my you know closet that were almost there but just they they just always did something that was like a, that just didn't work for me right or maybe the fit was good, but the color was bad. Or maybe it was just too short or it was too baggy in one spot. And it should have had a different color. It should have had different buttons. Um, it, it was kind of like that. And I was like, you know, this is my opportunity to make exactly what I want. So I first 
designed exactly what I'm amped about. And then I'm the fit model for everything. So I know I can rely on how I, I think the fit should be. We do measurements and fittings each week with my developer when we get new samples. And we'll go through, you know, seven samples sometimes. It's just a long development process because I want to make sure it's, again, something where it all fits the same way. Like, it drives me crazy when I go to a brand and if I order their cardigan and their T-shirt and one is, like, massively bigger than the other or isn't tapered in the waist just like the T is, I'm like, I don't get it. You know, like, why can't it be more cohesive and my my suspicions are just that brands get so big that it just becomes um like a detachment from one design department to another uh and that mm. that kind of happens so for me i'm just trying to design clothes for myself first and i see <clears throat> items that always stick around and so i try to take classic styles and put modern fits on them because i kind of know that they'll always be around you know like there's just certain silhouettes um that, that we work through for the tech packs that, that I designed with my developer, where we know like this style is not going anywhere. You know, it's just about like finding the colors that you want for fall and, and stuff like that. But it's again, like finding that bridge between making style easy, but also not wanting to spend designer prices for something that's just like too trendy that year. And then you don't see it again. And you just spent like 300 bucks on a t-shirt, you know? So I, I'm trying to find that middle ground is, is how I design the clothes. And again, um, simple colors. Uh, and I, I know a lot of brands are doing basics right now. I see a lot of ads for basics and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm trying to, to add the sophisticated pieces too, you know? Um, and I say sophisticated only meaning that the fabrics and the textures are nice, but they're not, crazy uh high fashion at the same time it's like right on that cusp where the average guy could still wear it and not feel like he's trying too hard or something you know yeah honestly when i when i wear your clothes i'm like this is like more my style this is super simple but i look really clean you know uh just like with the cream color shirt like when i tried that on um i don't know which one that was is that Hemingway? is that what it was uh was it the open like cardigan no or no it was uh it was a cream color um probably long yeah, it's a cream color long sleeve. Yeah, three yeah. buttons right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the birds. Um, it was, yeah, it was pretty clean, man. And I felt really, I didn't feel like so, I didn't feel like flame blowing. And like that. I felt simple and, and clean, you know, I just like uh, sophisticated, like he said, you know, just not over the top. And I, I like to be low key. I don't like to be the center of attention, how crazy that is. Right. I just, yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned <laughs> European earlier. Like I've traveled a lot. Um, back when I did photography for a long time and, and modeling. So I've been like all over the world and I've always noticed that Europeans have it dialed and they don't go too wild with it. Even like the senior citizens are wearing nice fitted clothes and they, they look great. Like if you go to Paris or you go to like Madrid, they just, I, I don't see them adopting a lot of the American type styles no. of like oversized stuff and, and that's cool if you're like you're a young kid and like you're into that like i get that like i dress a certain way when i was young but for the age appropriate thing and just trying to like be like well what what should i do i feel like europeans really are all about like that's why it's called like the european cut like or european taper when super you know, simple you know i lived there for five yeah. years lived in germany for five years and it's just a man it's just simple and you're like damn that's a simple look but it looks great you know yeah yeah, you got to flatter your body more than trying to stay up with what's cool 
just to be like, oh, I got the latest of this. Like, if it doesn't look good on you, it's just not my thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're working yeah, out I, in the gym all the time, why are you going to put on some huge baggy thing? <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, like, you're not trying to be like, oh, look at me, I'm so buff. It's just like, you're trying to um, keep the silhouette that is you, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely I, agree with it. Um, you know, because. You know, I'm 36 and I was looking somewhere and I saw that the jingles are coming back in, right? So I'm like, we're, I'm not wearing jingles again. Like, we're not doing what we did in middle school. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there, there's some things that are staples, like in like almost, if you go back in time, like I definitely wore that, but I would never wear that again. Just, it's just, I'm not doing those. I'm not doing that. But um, I love that idea, that concept of, of one, a classicness, because I think that's where a lot of men get intimidated about fashion, because you see people that are these bright colors, these bows, they have, you know, they have their socks matching their underwear, they have the shirt, they have the shoe, and you're sitting there saying, like, I'm not that guy. Me, you know, Marcus, I yeah. have that in common where it's just like, I want to wear something that looks nice, but I'm not trying to be Steve Jobs with a turtleneck and some like new balance. I'm not <laughs> trying to be that guy either. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you, you want it to be appropriate for your stage in life, and I think in your status as well. So I love the idea that you came up with some some really good things that are like, it's simple. It's like anyone can go to any other place and get those ones. And it's like, yeah. Um, and yeah. most importantly, oh, real quick, I, I think that uh, I, I hope people understood too. You're in your 40s. You're taking care of yourself and, you know, you're still doing that stuff. So it doesn't have, I think that's also another conversation is like men think once I hit, my thirties or once I hit this, or once I hit the status of married and kids, we go to minivan and some new balances. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, that's definitely the perception. And, um, you know, granted that I don't have kids yet, like that probably makes it so much harder, right? Marcus to like have those layers of responsibility yet. You are the shining example of, you know, that it can be done and that you can still prioritize your health. And so, I mean, I'm sure you can't dedicate as much time as if you were mm -hmm. single, like, but you found a way. And my good friend, George uh, Waschek, who was my online coach, like early on when I really had a good transformation, same thing with him. He, he had just had kids and he's running his own business and he's, he's doing online coaching and, but he did it like, cause he, he valued it so much that he found a way, whether he had to go to the gym super late or whatever. And I respect that so much. Um, so for me, not having a family yet it's more like this is my job i have to look good on camera a lot i do amazon live program and youtube and um i model for my own brand so it's like there's this big motivator there that's like to provide for myself so i'm kind of i kind of have like uh, a privileged situation a little bit there because like that's what i gotta do so i always just look at um anyone else who has a family or these huge layers and see them do it. I'm like, what is someone else's excuse? Like, I don't get it. Like you, yeah, can, yeah, you know, you can do it if you really want to, but like, but I mean, you have to have, it has to be your choice. Like you can't just do it because of other people harping on you. And if you're just lazy and like, you just come to that realization that like, that's your situation, but you're not going to do anything about it. I don't know what to tell you, you know, like there's, there's more resources than ever that are free online and like YouTube and all that stuff. So it's just like a matter of people flipping that switch and being like, either they have a health scare, hopefully it doesn't get to that point, but it has to be this moment where it strikes inspiration 
um, or there's a, a motivating factor. Maybe you become a father and you just are realizing, wow, I want to be in my child's life as long as possible and my health's bad, you know? So you have to find your motivator, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm glad you said that. And any, if anybody thinks that what Weston does is, is a, is cake, it is fucking not. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, being a model. And then if you're trying to do like comp or something like that, being a model is 10 times fucking harder than any competition because you got to be ready on a damn dime, right? You got to call, Hey, I got this. Are you ready? No. Okay. Next person. So it's, it's that quick, you know? So their, their job is so, so hard and the discipline has to be there. And I, and I'm glad he mentioned this because a lot of times, right. We just live into this. It's so different. I feel like an old ass. I'm about to say this cause I'm an eighties kid. You know, I just feel like nobody wants responsibility for themselves or nobody wants, they want to act to tell them everything to do. They don't want no responsibilities of self. And, and it's, and, and mostly guys too, right? The guys are just different these days. Yeah. They don't want to do shit, you <laughs> yeah. know? They don't want to do shit. They, they'll look at somebody like Weston, right? And be like, I want to be like that and put no work in. They want it instantly, <laughs> you know? So we just, and, and don't want to put, and where he's been doing this for years. I mean, damn, he used to work for Midway for God's sake, you know? Like, that's just wild to me. I, like when I was a kid playing Mortal Kombat, this dude was making the game, right? And boom. <laughs> And, and here he is, you know, total transformation lifestyle in, in this can be done. But the work was not easy. It was not easy. Yeah. You know, people need to realize that you have to be ready for opportunities. And, and that's kind of how it was with the modeling thing. Like I would get calls before I did the men's health cover thing uh, for men's fitness and men's health in L.A. and stuff. And I, I would like immediately have to send digitals on my phone and look like I was shredded at any given moment, you know, it's a weird pressure, but I mean, there's everyone's job has a thing and it's, it's tough. And I, and I respect all different industries cause I don't know a lot about them, but yes, you're right. Like when you see behind the curtain, there's way more that goes on with it than most people realize. And there's a ton of rejection. You just got to rise above it and realize that like you're a dime a dozen when it comes to a model roster of LA models or whoever across the world, there's a a gazillion talented people that look like unicorns and you might not get it. Like they don't give a crap. So you have to be really solid in your identity about who you are, or it can definitely break you down. So I I've done a lot of consults over the years on FaceTime with guys about coaching, life coaching and stuff. And they want to get into modeling. And I always give them that harsh reality because I, I think that it's something that's reserved for, um, either people who really love being in front of the camera, <coughs> which that's not me actually, believe it or not, um, mm -hmm. or people who are just like grateful for an opportunity and they're like, oh, this seems like something I could do, what's involved. And that's again, to circle back, no one helped me do that for the most part. Like I was resourceful. I took it upon myself to figure out, oh, gosh, you know, so I gotta get in shape. Like, what do I do? I need to ask people that I know in my circle that can help me. You know, and then I was like, well, style's like a thing. I'm going to go to these auditions. Uh, well, I should probably like go to the um, H&M or whatever and find some stuff. You know, like I, I was very proactive. I took initiative. And again, in this current generation, there is a huge, huge lack of direction. I mean, that's all I do with men's self-improvement um, with my YouTube channel or seeing comments or people um, replying to Instagram stories, things like that. 
they are they are they need so much direction it's scary and i feel for them so either they're like it's their father figure not there i didn't have a father figure so for me it's, it's a weird thing that like made me just do everything on my own and i've always been like that but i think that again it's the strangest thing to live in a time where there's more information available even for free than ever but people are like, I don't know what to do, you know, or they want the magic pill. That's the issue, though. <laughs> I, I think that's the issue. You're right. And, and a lot of people don't have these father figures, but I think that's the issue. There is a lot of information, right? So what happens when you have too much information, mm, right? True. You get overloaded. Yeah. But then you then you start looking for answers you want to hear, yeah. right? Yeah. Start you looking for answers that you want to hear instead of what you need to hear. You know, and now we have the ability. Oh, I don't need to hear that. Click, click. He ain't saying what I'm going to be saying, you know, so let me just pick and choose. And I think that's that's another place where we're at, too. So and and I think reception is more. I hate to say it again. I sound like an old ass, but, you know, uh, reception more is is digital than it is analog. Right. So you like for me, I hate texting back and forth. I hate that crap. Mm-hmm. I'd rather somebody pick up the phone and call me. You can't even do that to these young people anymore. They'll be like offended. <laughs> yeah. You know? But then when you have these conversations with people in person, it's awkward because they're so used to digital. They're so used to somebody like something being an answer that they can get like easy instead of somebody saying, No, it ain't like this. And now they're offended because they're not used to it. You know, so it's just very strange that we're in this place, you know? I just feel such like an old ass, <laughs> like for real. You're, you're not, for sure. I think that it's our job um, to impart wisdom where we can, you know? Like the, the, like we've been through a little bit more than the younger generation, obviously. We just do whatever we can, like we are right now. Um, this ability to beam our perspectives out into the in the cyberspace is cool, right? Like. Uh, yeah. Hopefully some younger like people um, tune in on this and they watch this uh, because you really do think you know it all when you're younger. And that's it. I assure you that's not the case. And uh, yeah, people really do want everything sorted out for them. And if you're responding with people and they can text, they can craft whatever they want to say. But when you see them face to face, they don't know how to interact on like a human level. Um, it is crazy, man. It's a weird world. <laughs> Well, man, thank you so much for coming on our, our stuff. You know, uh, we're going to link all of Weston's uh, social media and all his branding so y'all can see them uh, in our links. Um, and go ahead and uh, if you want to um, find him on Instagram, uh, go ahead and shout out. He on TikTok, too. He does all his he does all these, um, uh, I guess, men uh, development, this development online as well. And TikToks, I see him on there. But uh, go ahead and shout out to everything that all your social media. Cool. Yeah. And, and right back at you. Like, thank you for this opportunity, Mike and Marcus. Like, it's really cool to have to have me on. It, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Um, I have my menswear line at WestonJohnBoucher.com. It's just my full name. Uh, and then uh, the at symbols are just Weston Boucher for my Instagram. Let uh, Weston Boucher for TikTok, and I'll take a lot of videos um, from my YouTube, and I like Marcus said, and I'll put them on uh, TikTok for those of you that have are short on time or short on attention span, <laughs> and then you still get some value out of that, you know. Um, and I'm pretty active on Instagram for sure, um, but YouTube, I'm trying to launch a video like every two weeks at least. So I launched one this morning actually, 
um, that you guys can check out as well. This um, more of a hot button type thing. And it's kind of talks about what we talked about today and um, just taking responsibility for yourself and your feelings and, and this crazy mad world. And everything's like, everything is uh, about, I support the current thing. That's what this video is about. <laughs> and just like, oh, how people, yeah. they project their stuff onto whether it's a current event or whatever. And we need to work on our identities. We need to be solid with who we are before we put our emotional capacity behind this or that, or label ourselves as this or that, like be good where you are with who you are and listen to other people. Try to understand that we all are uniquely created and different and respect each other. Um, so that video just launched this morning. So my YouTube, I'm pretty active on there as well. If you want long format stuff. So, and Amazon live would be the last thing I'm on. And that's where I just talk about all the products like that. I personally love and use whether it's hair products or skincare, stuff like that. Um, everything can be found on any of my social media platforms. I point to it all like a link tree. So thank you so much for having me. You guys are awesome. I feel like good chemistry and you guys are yeah, all the same. Nice to rest. Last thing, though, man. Last thing. I, I'm getting a neck tattoo this week, this week. Right. And I've been looking at no, neck man. tattoos on Pinterest, <laughs> right. I'm about to get all this done, all this done on Wednesday, you know, and I've been looking at neck tattoos on, on Pinterest and I cannot look at any neck tattoos without Weston popping up on my <laughs> Pinterest all, all the time. It's wild. Like the, I didn't know when I yeah. put them up there over a decade ago that like it would go viral. It's just weird. I mean, I, Katie and I were watching an HBO show that's like one of our favorites called Gamora. And it's like an Italian show, actually. It's like across the world. And one of the main characters, they put my exact tattoo on him, but it's makeup. But they put it on him for every episode. And it's like you're watching the show and you're like, so they saw that <laughs> on Pinterest. And they're like, this would look cool on this guy. <laughs> and like, it's bizarre. Man. The royalties off that. <laughs> I, I know. It's. The weird form of flattery, but <laughs> I, I love it though, man. It's, I mean, you're a trendsetter, and I think you're a, you're a well stand up guy. And a lot of people, like I know you, you know, I've met you, you know, I, I've I've been there, stayed at y'all's house, and everything. But he's exactly how he is in front of camera. He's a really, really stand up guy. Totally, much respect for you, man. And uh, congratulations again on your on your marriage. That's, that's yeah. your your um, engagement that's going to be happening. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And right back at you. Authenticity. Dude, people are starving for authenticity and to be genuine. So you can't go wrong with that. That's all you that's that's your best bet is to do that. You know, that's what our world needs, you know, be authentic. So Yeah. Thank you again, man. Thank you both. Really, really appreciate it. Have a good rest of your weekend. <laughs> you too.